good afternoon, good day, wherever, whatever time of day it is for you. My name is Mermaid Torva and welcome to Mermaid Monologues. Oh guys, oh guys, well, I know it's been a little while since my last one, but so much has happened in this past, like, couple of weeks. And I really wanted to record it when it had happened, but I thought, do you know what? I'm going to be in a brand new place, in a little new, well, in a new setup just a temporary setup for the month of June and I wanted to share this with you when I arrived. So I am now very excited to say that I am in Newquay, Newquay, England for the whole of June and I am so excited and so happy to be here. It is 7.50 in the morning and I got up at 6 and uh, I am house sitting and dog sitting for the month and I'm very very excited and there's lots of things for me to do here I love the family dearly whose house I'm taking care of and in general I'm just in such such a good place I mean to the left of me from the laptop um I have my grow hair like a mermaid tea so I'm going to tell you all about that I have my um green smoothie and I have my ginormous bottle of water so I'm pretty much set up for this podcast um, so how do I, where do I start? Where do I start? Well, um, first of all, uh, so I'm in Nuki and so anyone who's listening from the Nuki Mer pod, well, I'll be swimming with you guys later, but, um, so obviously you'll, you'll hear this later, but I'm so excited to meet the Nuki Mer pod. And for those of you who don't know who they are, they are a wonderful, beautiful collection of women, um, and gentlemen, I believe, um, who swim in Nuki and in Cornwall. And I'm so excited to be here because I can't wait to meet them. I can't wait to swim with them. And it's just going to be gorgeous. Um, if you've looked at um, Mischief Mermaid, Mischief Mermaid's um, Instagram, um, you'll see loads of beautiful underwater photos of her just looking absolutely glorious in her complete element. And um, she um, is swimming through, um, swimming, what is she swimming through? She's swimming through um, kelp forests and seaweed. And that is like a dream. I just really want to get a shot of me swimming through it. But also I want to, you know, enjoy the feeling of swimming through something so important to our environment um, and something so crucial for us to be able to breathe. Because did you know that seaweed and kelp forests are actually hugely responsible for oxygenating our planet? So I didn't know this because I think, you know, we're usually told that the trees above us do exactly that, which they absolutely do, the trees above us. The, um, the trees uh, on land, the trees on land do that for us. Uh, oh, excuse me. And uh, they're responsible for taking in any carbon dioxide and then changing the format of it, then sending it back up oxygen for the rest of us to be able to breathe. And that's exactly what happens in um, in the ocean as well with the, uh, the kelp forests and the seaweed. And honestly, guys, I didn't realise it's like 60 to, not I think it's 70%, or maybe it is, I think it's between 60 and 70%, but don't quote me on that, um, responsible for oxygenating our planet, which makes so much sense because we are a blue planet after all, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I can't wait, I can't wait. I'm a little bit nervous, I don't know why. I think because... I think because the weather has been a bit, um, been a bit chilly. It's been a little bit, even though it's June. Like usually this time of, well, this week in June is it this week or next week? No, it's this week. It's Download Festival for any of you like heavy metal rock and mermaids, like who love or are into the same music as I am. Like it's Download Festival, and oh, they've got such good bands on this year. I mean, to be honest, some of the lineup is 
like the same, you know, you know, the Iron Maiden play, Iron Maiden's playing, which is great, but they also have like Kiss, I think, playing this year, but like other bands that always headline, and it's like as, as important as it is for them to play, because all musicians should be able to play, I feel like they need to just change it up a bit. And that actually happened. Um, uh, coming out of one of the lockdowns, we had a test run festival, um, download pilot, and that was just obviously just British bands because they couldn't fly anybody in. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. I mean, some of the music, it was more like, it was more like, what's it called? Like, um, like hardcore, like um, a bit more emo. And that's not something I've ever really resonated with. Um, I'm definitely more of like a stoner rock grunge, like, um, give me like loads of guitarists, loads of like, blues, like, just lo- you know, all the things and really, really heavy metal. So, um, but I was so surprised and also it was like the first big music festival back in the UK and it was a trial run by the government. So what was really cool is that all you had to do is make sure you tested negative and you either could, um, everyone, no matter if you were vaccinated or not, because it was a, a government run scheme. Um, everybody had to be negative to go in, which was great. And everybody was. And I don't think, I think there were like maybe one or two cases or something. But other than that, oh, and you also had to have a PCR test as well, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it went so well. And the first band that went on were a band called Hot Milk. Or that was the first one that I saw, I think. And I, I looked at my friends and we just cried. We were stood surrounded by people, surrounded by familiar people that love the same music and oh god it was so so incredible we just all cried like the bands on stage were so moved and oh because I know what it's like and um I know just like being on stage and performing and expressing and everyone else like completely connecting with you is just oh there's some there's nothing else like it when you connect with people no matter what form it takes but you know um so mermaiding for me is another way to do that there is, you know, unfortunately some drama. Um, I tend not to really hear about it because I don't really get involved in it. But um, the things that I do care about are obviously inequality. Um, you know, any homophobic racism or sexist um, uh, moments or things that happen within the community. You know, that's, you know, that's uncle for and I would absolutely stand up for for my brothers and sisters for our brothers and sisters because you know we all we if we all resonate with the ocean even if we don't resonate with the ocean and mermaids equal equal rights and love is just it's just it's the norm and if you're not if you don't realize that you know then that's maybe you've got to do some soul searching but um so mermaiding now has become such such um um, I think because like dancing and singing and the acting and the performing side is, is I guess part of me is if I was to talk about identity for me that is a part of my being that's how that is my higher calling that's my higher power like the expression and storytelling and and being very genuine and honest in a moment within performing is something that resonates with me and my soul but there is but when I go to bed at night um, I know this is all relative because you know murmuring is part of that but when I go to bed at night, I imagine swimming through kelp forests. And I have to not to... Ho- <laughs> I have to... Don't know about you guys, but I have to try not to hold my breath. Because obviously we're used to going underwater and holding our breath. Um, and then I remember in my imagination, and even my imagination as, you know, a guppy. I never held my breath. Like, I always imagined swimming and breathing underwater. Um, and obviously being a mermaid born on land. 
um you know but um but you know my my torva um is you know 102 years old so there's been a past life and my story is that i've 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 reawakened which is exactly what's happened remembering my mermaid roots so to speak um and uh so I, I, I'm now remembering when I like daydream or, or fantasize or whatever about swimming underwater, I imagine that I can breathe. And instantly I'm like, oh yeah, my body can relax. And I think that might be really good to remember that when you're imagining things, you're still breathing. So maybe there's some sort of connection I can make, or I don't know about you guys, that I can make from that relaxation of imagining breathing underwater and being at peace. I'm bringing that peace to when I am underwater and do just gently hold my breath without any panic or, you know, because it takes me a little while to get used to in the water, especially in the ocean. Like, if I'm swimming without a tail, I can settle a lot easier because you have your legs and you get used to the ocean, especially when you've been in it for a while. And it's freaking Baltic. <laughs> so, you know, um, there's there's that. And... So, but tonight I'm going to go into my mermaid form and I don't know whether to go full mermaid or just enjoy with a monofin. I don't know. I might just go in with a monofin, but that does mean if I just use my, excuse me, computer, that does mean if I just use my monofin, it's currently taped into my vinyl. <laughs> it's currently taped into my vinyl um, in my Moonsong tail because I've been using it a lot and, you know, it's especially, it's so much better with the vinyl in for the shape. But swimming, it does cause quite a lot of drag. Or like, I could notice a difference when I'm swimming with the vinyl in and when I'm not. So I might even use another tail. I might, might transform into my Mertailer Masona. Um, I'm not a massive fan of my actual tail. That was like the most natural looking one. What is with it? My alarm's going off today. Hot diggity. Okay, that's going to go on flight mode. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's why. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're leading up to coming to New Cave, just just carrying on with uh, the reason why I'm here. The reason. Oh, sorry. I'll go back to the Mertailer thing. So that when I bought that tail, my first tail, and I did loads of research. Like I listened to loads of people talking about different monophones. Um, and Courtney Mermaid and um, Nerd Made Faith were the two, and actually the seamstress, Mermaid Seamstress. These three ladies, these three mers, were the most amazing at doing comparison videos and talking about different monofins. Because obviously they've been doing it for quite some time. And I highly recommend, if you haven't heard of them already, please go and check them out. And that's Vancouver Mermaid or Courtney Mermaid, Nerd Made Faith, and Mermaid Seamstress. And honestly, they're, they're absolutely fantastic. They are mermaids, they are fin fabulous. Um, and they're great, brilliant. And I, I watch their videos all the time. <laughs> So, you know, it's it's been so helpful. So my first one, I was like, right, I have some savings. I've told for 10 years, I'm going to invest in, uh, I was, I really wish I got the Fantasy Fin 3. I really, really wish I got the bigger one because I was like, I was advised by one mermaid um, to go for the smaller one and see how you feel because the big one might not be right for you, even though I had a feeling it would be. But the other thing was, A, it's a little bit more expensive and B, like the smaller ones seem to be travel friendly and you could gently put it in like um, um, a small suitcase, um, a small um, carry-on luggage, which is exactly right. So I left that as it is and then I had like, um, um, I didn't put anything on it because I didn't want to compress it or, you know, 
manipulate it or have it bent for too long or you know you know because we have to take care of our silicone even though it's rubbery and it seems indestructible we have to take care of it um so i looked on that website and i was like you know what i'm gonna go with my first one and it did come really handy because then when i went diving in the Tausch center in germany and i really want to go back but i've just got to check a few things i went with i put that as my carry-on luggage and it was great it was perfect i didn't have to worry about another bag another rucksack another suitcase everything went in there and then i had like a handbag or a little mini rucksack or something and it was perfect and it was so easy to travel with and i was really glad i got that and it looked beautiful like on the front part of any mermaid tail i have to say this i have to get this off my chest on the front part of any mermaid tail tail you have that on the monofin you have a beautiful raised like um raised like silicone bump so it looks like when you have your feet in front of you like the tail the tail just drapes off the ends of your toes and it looks aesthetically so beautiful and so so well excuse excuse the comparison so fish-like so mammalian dolphin-like as well like i've had some cracking photos with that with that tail and one of him i absolutely love it however the problem i have and i might do a video on this but the problem i have with mertaler's monofins is the back is completely flat so what it does it cuts underneath not cuts it the as if you look at it if you imagine if you imagine you're on your front oh no if you imagine if you've got your monofin on and you flex your feet so your toes are in the air and you've got your heel and you have your heel strap on your heel like it follows the back of the mertaler fin is flat so when you're in mertaler tails and because of the way they designed it with the color pattern like it's obviously designed to make it look longer it really highlights your heels and it looks really bad please don't shoot me but you know what i think it looks terrible i think in when you're on your front and you fluked you fluked you flipped your feet over you can still see the heels you know the palm of your heels going through and you know what it's a lot less noticeable if the color the darkness of the color starts more where your heels are because moon song do that beautifully and i barely ever notice my um, heels in my um uh, moon song magic tail because where where the color where the color comes in it gets darker at where the join where your ankles are which actually it kind of makes you look in proportion like it looks really natural to have the monofin come out where your ankles would be sort of thing so it looks like the extension of your body and because i use the lucia or you can use the mahina in um uh, moon song magic tails and i highly recommend she is my favorite tail designer as well as courtney mermaid but courtney mermaid at the moment because of you know we have brexit over here in the uk and shipping costs and there's all this other craziness that is just a lot it's just a lot going on so it's easier i think for some reason for her at the moment she can't ship to the uk and i think she might be opening up but you know for now um she's not but uh, moon song can which is great um probably because i know we're i don't know why um and yes yeah, so with the mertailer like oh, i just wish that that was taken into consideration because especially on the original skins they're a lot thinner than the whimsy tails and like as much as i would love a whimsy tail um i love my moon song too much at the moment and i don't want to you know jet out on a whimsy tail when like i'm using my moon song a lot i might consider it but i'm actually for now thinking of just buying another original skin for my fantasy fin one and i want it to be 
of similar colours to my moon song. And I know a lot of people change colours and change their stuff around. And I'm, I'm going to go to like a silver grey as well. So like in the winter, I'll probably go to silver grey because it's more stormy. I feel like um, I feel like my Masona very much reflects the environment because we are so connected to the environment. So I think in the summer, I'll be more browns and greens. And I think in the winter, I'll be more blacks and silvers, you know, because that, that makes sense for me. These are the shades that make sense for me um, as a mermaid. Um, so I was looking at one and I looked at some of uh, Raina. Oh, Raina does some great reviews, reviews, Mermaid Raina. Um, she's great. She has loads of information and uh, she also has a discount code, uh, Raina10. So if you want a 10% off of that, there is a discount code for you, discount code for you there. Um, but yeah, so I think I used hers for my Mateo purchase, which is great. It knocked a little bit off, which is great. So yeah, so basically, I don't know whether to swim in my Mateo night as a test run or do I want to swim in my moon song um Mer, Mer Taylor like oh my gosh I've got to say it they are so flipping comfortable like my I mean my moon song's really comfortable but the waistband I doesn't sit quite right and in, in um, because I had to loosen it up um because it was too tight around my waist I, I had to loosen it up and it drops now to like the space between my hip bones and my waist and it gives me like a muffin top, which doesn't bother me, you know, because clothes do that. But like, I've always had, even from when I was little, I either had like 90s hipster jeans or I had like 90s high-waisted jeans. So I never, the bit in the between, the bit in the, bit in the middle is quite mm, unflattering for my body type because I have a long body and short legs um, and I have like broad, like good, like strong shoulders. Um, and yes, yeah, so... <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. And what the great thing about Mertail is because they have like um, a tiny, tiny band. But there's no, I don't think there's any elastic in it. But the thing, is, like, the fabric at the top is folded ever so slightly and then sewn round. So actually, the, it's very streamlined and it's very flattering, and I love it. And there's been like hardly any editing. And I don't even usually edit my waistbands out, but some, sometimes we do. Like if it's a close-up shot, you just want to soften it a little bit, you know, just for just for the aestheticness of it all, which is really nice, especially for children or any art, arty photos you want to create an, um, uh, um, an energy about it. Um, yeah, so I might put my mermaid on and not have my mermaid hair on, just have my hair and just, yeah, just swim like that and just for the first time swim do that. But, you know, I'll kick myself if I don't take my other one and then have like a full-on like full-on lovely time tonight but I don't know I'm undecided I probably might take my Mertailer however the Mertailer like um silicone flukes in the ocean you've got to be really careful with because they don't give you much um power if there's no current in your in general in any water any body of water there's no current Mertailers are beautiful and they really help with your buoyancy so I'm not a floaty mermaid but I'm not a sinky mermaid but I can with a silicone monofin, which the, I only have silicone monofins because I was like, comfort. Courtney Mermaid is absolutely right. Comfort is so important because you already got to focus on other things when you're being underwater. So if you're comfortable and everything else feels right, then your mermaid experience, which is most important, will be so much more enjoyable than if you're wearing a monofin that absolutely sucks and gives you blisters and you're just doing it for the Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, um, but I definitely prefer to enjoy myself as well. Um, and 
so yeah i'm gonna i might take both it is like 20 minute walk max to the beach that beach where we're swimming up um from the house i'm in so yeah we'll see i'll have a little think um i'll keep an eye on the weather and the tide times as well and i'll just double check if it's quite choppy then i might just might take my moon song but we'll see and also it's um i don't know if it's a sandy beach and sandy beaches to get out of the fluke of my moon song is quite hilarious <laughs> But um, yeah, so um, everybody, I hope you've got some nice tea with you or something nice to drink. So I'm going to have a little, a little slurp. I hope this doesn't offend you. Yes, my grow hair like a mermaid tea. Oh my gosh. So going back to... Updating you on my life in the past few weeks... So many amazing things have finally happened. Um, and I don't know where to start. Where do I start? Okay, let's start with Grow Hair Like a Mermaid. And I might do a separate podcast on this because I feel like it really deserves the love. So, a while ago, my um, my gal pal, Mermaid Jasmine, who also runs Mermaid Asylum, who makes all the silicone goodies, um, definitely go check her out, um, said to me, oh, because um, she struggles with her hair because she has... Um, um, some things that she has to live with she has fibromyalgia she has um i think it's ed it's not edm because that's something completely different electronic dance music (laughs) i don't know i can't remember what it's called but um she has a few things that she has to live with and deal with and she does it beautifully she deals with it handles it all very well and um so she has a problem with her hair sometimes and she found this crow hair like a mermaid um tea and oils um um oil elixir that helps your hair and has helped loads of people around the world um and i am big into natural herbing herbing (laughs) i'm big into natural healing and allowing yourself the knowledge to heal from within um and anything you put on your skin on your body you know you know it should be natural because we're not designed to be able to handle all these chemicals really we can, but our skin will take a battering over the over, over time. So, like, eating well, taking care of yourself, which is something I'm going to get on while I'm here, um, which is great. Um, it's really important for your eye health, skin health, liver, gut health, hair, everything. And everything is relative. I've noticed, for some reason, my hair, my hair has gotten a lot thinner. And I was blessed with the gene of very thick, dark, long hair. But for some reason, I don't know whether it's because I've had my hair cut short for so long that it feels, it feels thick because it's healthier. Or maybe it's like, because it's um, cut in a certain way, the rest of the hair feels thick. I don't know. But for some reason, and I've had it thinned out because it's been so thick, I have to have it thinned out when I have my hair in a bob, which is a graduated bob, which is how I've had it for absolutely years. And it's always worked really well. But just recently, I've been growing it out, and I don't know whether it's like because the long bits at the front are still long, but the back isn't. That when I put my hair into a ponytail or hold it back, yes, I can put it in a ponytail now. It's crazy. Like it feels thin because like obviously there isn't full thick, um, equal length of hair at the back. And I know that I've been very stressed, and I know that, um, I haven't been able to eat very well because of finances and going to a food bank. Um, and just lots of other things that were going on and I've become so conscious of it and I've just and I've been losing lots of my hair and I was like something is wrong something's not right um 
and stress obviously can have a lot to do with that and you know and uh, like my doctors have been really terrible at diagnosing me whether I have polycystic 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 ovaries or not and there's been a couple of times where I have had one and it's cleared and um the doctors are like oh it's just a thing that happens I'm like you know what it's not a thing that just happens. There's a reason why ovaries and things like that go through problems because there is an imbalance in the body and they just would not help me solve it. I had to beg for an internal scan for this to happen. I had to beg my doctors and she was just so, oh gosh, you know what? That's a whole, a whole other topic that I could, I could talk about and I probably will one day. So anyway, I still don't know. And she was like, well, you're not a candidate. You're not overweight. You don't smoke. You eat well, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yes, but I can read my body. Something is wrong. I'm having these problems, you know, and I notice it a lot when I'm stressed, which is obvious because if your your hips hold a lot of tension, your hips and your womb, especially for us women, are so, I'm in the same area, my voice as well, like, and then residual stress that happens. So I'm working on, I'm working on that now, by the way, so I'm going to carry on talking about that in a bit. But like, there is, your body is so connected and my womb is just like, I think it's my, it's not my sacral chakra, it's my solar, no, it's my sacral chakra and my root chakra, obviously, because I have spoken about this before, like, I would really like um, a place where I don't feel cramped, I love my boat, I love my boat so much, and it's a blessing to be, even to have a roof over my head that I, you know, that that's mine, um, but there is something to be said again about having drawers, <laughs> and having drawer space, and like, putting things away, and all that stuff. And, you know, um, and I really, really enjoy that kind of clear, natural, uncluttered organisation. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, your environment obviously has a big effect on your mental health. Your mental health, your body absorbs all the things you're thinking of feeling. And I haven't either been on my yoga mat. And so... I have been on it and then I haven't. So there's been times where, you know, it's been really calm and quiet in the evening and then I roll my yoga mat out on the little pontoon. Um, it's called a finger pontoon, so I have that, which is great. Um, and it's nice, I did it a few times, but the temperature hasn't been the warmest at night. However, I'm in this beautiful house, this beautiful beachy house that is a minute's walk from this insanely gorgeous cove in Newquay. And I've got so much floor space. I can roll it out. There's also like a ledge in the beach where I can roll my yoga mat out there. Honestly, I feel so lucky. And um, I'm going to take the doggy out for a walk in a bit after this. But, oh gosh, I feel so... I feel like... I feel like I'm on holiday. Even though this is another home for me. Like... I don't know, there's something about this place that is just really magical. And there's a lot of history of mermaids here as well. And I might even do like a history of mermaids and um, Cornish mermaids because there's, there's a lot of folk folklore around it. Um, and obviously we have real life Cornish mermaids and it's Cornish mermaids. Obviously Cornish, the Cornish mermaids in Devon are two very separate things. They, you know, the battle of the scone or the scone still remains. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's so much folklore around uh, women, siren women and being in the water. And, um, yeah, so, but since being here, like, I got here two days ago. Yesterday was lovely, and uh, today I am recording a podcast, and then I'm going to have 
my breakfast and then I'm going to go for a walk so I can digest all my food because I feel like it's that time of morning where I'm like I've either would have done yoga by now or I'm going to take her ladyship um little uh, little um little uh, pasty yes I'm looking at you gorgeous <laughs> um are you okay are you okay yeah she's good um take her up for a w-a-l-k <laughs> And then I'll um, either take my yoga back with me and see where she fits. Are you coming over? Hello? I don't know if you can... Oh, no, she's gone outside. Okay, good chat. Um, but yeah. Um, so, also while I'm here, if you're still with me... Oh, my goodness. I was actually thinking, and I'd love for you to let me know. Um, there is an option, if you're listening to this via the Anchor app, there is an option, I think, to leave a voice note or message me on the Anchor app. And I'd love to hear your reviews. Or if you wanted to, if you listen to me on Spotify, um, if you go to my Instagram page, mermaidtorva underscore UK, because I've changed it just because it looked like mermaidtorvaruk, and uh, that's not that's not my name. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you go there and just drop me an Instagram uh, message, because I'd love to know what you think. I've been really enjoying Mermaid Vlogs and I've been binge listening to their podcast and it's been absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, I thought, I don't know whether you guys would like this or not, whether to have a video podcast, like have me sitting and talking through a mic, but with a camera, because I've really enjoyed watching their podcast. I mean, albeit there are two of them. There are two of them, so it's a lot better. You know, it's actually, there's two of them, they bounce off each other and it's really lovely. Um, and I am going to have some guests on the podcast. Um, I did interview the lovely Roy Beale from the Jurassic Coast. And we spoke for like three hours. It was ridiculous. However, it was in an echoey room. He only had one microphone. And oh, the sound was terrible. And we spoke about so many amazing things. And we just put the world to right. Oh, really important stuff. But So I might have to ask if he can do that one again. Um, or just we'll record and see whatever comes out because we chat for hours and it's great. Um, but yes, so um, ironically, I'm sat on a beautiful, a handmade wooden table on like what well, looks like a church bench kind of kind of situation, and behind me is a beautiful dark navy blue wall. And I was like, well, if that's not mermaid vibes, I don't know what is, and I feel like that definitely needs to be in the podcast. So yeah, if that's something that you think you'd like to see. Um, a video version of my podcast then yeah let me know um in the comments or all the things you know message me on instagram or message me here on the anchor app and uh yeah let me know what you think because i was thinking about it and it's kind of it'd be lovely to do or i might even just do it for my lovely patrons so um oh yeah and if you would like to support um uh me um for mermaid monologues podcast and for all the other things i do that would be absolutely wonderful um, the only thing is with the Patreon, um, I might be rejiggling the tier system around, but the reason I, I try to set one for like one pound a month, but for some reason it's just not allowing me to have one pound a month because one pound a month, you know, I support Courtney Mermaid. I think it's now gone to 2.50 a month. Um, but yeah, like that, that's my tier and she does so much content and it's quite amazing. Um, and I really, really enjoy it. But the only thing is, um, I can't seem to find a really low tier on the UK Patreon. So the lowest I could go was £5 a month. 
And um, even that, I feel, well, to be honest, five pound a month is like a catch up and a coffee and a cake, isn't it? Really? Hello. Can you hear the little pitter patter of, of legs? Hello. So Pasty, by the way, is a gorgeous, um, hey, do you want to come up? Oh, look, gorgeous. This is why I should have the video. This is why I should have the video. <laughs> Maybe I'll, um, I'll post a video, a picture with it, actually, because she's such a beautiful, like, mischievous character. She's just gorgeous. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, so with that picture, we have the £5 a month, which is like coffee and a cake catch-up, which supports so much but then we also have the 15 pound a month tier which will allow you all the access to mermaid yoga and finally for those beautiful souls that are already patrons and those of you who are interested in mermaid themed yoga i now am in the perfect place to film a load of videos and send them up to our patreon i'm going to upload a couple of shorter ones to youtube but if you really would like um, full practices with asana and pranayama, meditation, mermaid vibes, all the things, then definitely come to Patreon because that's where it's all going to be. And um, that also um, that also allows that also supports me as a yoga teacher um, to be able to do this. Um, you know, uh, because if if I could, I would just share the knowledge for free. But because being self-employed, you know, um, uh, I've been made to, <laughs> I've been made to recognise that, you know, while times are tough, and while I'm, you know, um, being a bit of an entrepreneur and rebuilding my career, my things, like, you know, that I I need to charge for it, and it feels really foreign to do. It doesn't feel right to charge for knowledge that I've learned that's been passed down for thousands of years. But I also recognise that. It's knowledge that I've seek, I've sought out to learn. And I want to share it with you. And also, like, I feel like there is something so incredible about mermaiding and yoga. Because yoga, yuj, which is a Sanskrit word um, for yoga, literally means union. And I feel like, you know, yoga can be anything. The asana, the physical part, is called asana. And so when you have pranamasana, bhujangasana, you have... Um, Uttanasana, you have, um, you know, Hastabandha, like all these, all these, um, every Sanskrit word has asana because asana means pose. And the most amazing thing about um, all these beautiful names is that they're all named after animals or um, natural things. So you have like um, Rajakapadasana, Raj, Raj being, means king, king. Um, and you have Raj Yoga, which is King Yoga, which is fascinating in itself. And there are lots of different parts of yoga that you can take that resonate with your personality in this life. So that's why, you know, um, it's so important for me to learn these things because I want to be able to... I don't have to remind myself of all these things, but it's important for me to learn these things um, because there is so much to learn. And you resonate with some practices and other practices you don't. So Rajakapatasana, Raj meaning King, and then... Raj, Raj Akha Patasana, Raj Akha Patasana, Raj Akha, I think, Akha, oh, let me get, Raj Akha Patasana, Raj, the middle part, <laughs> Raj Akha I think is the word, it means pigeon, it means pigeon, so you have king pigeon pose, Raj Akha, Raj Akha Patasana, 
pots and then ass and I mean to pose. So you have king king pigeon, which is obviously a, a beautiful hip opener. We have like downward dog. You have adva mukashvarasana, which is the Ashtanga word for um, a downward dog. Or um, uh, in Hatha yoga, it is a pavata pavatasana. <laughs> pavatasana, which means mountain pose. So it's again, depending on which path you take. So most of the words are the same. But um, depending on the practice, it may be called something else. And, you know, but it means the same thing. But it's absolutely fascinating. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of like yoga, you know, the practice of yoga is the practice of you. It's you. It's your union within yourself. You know, it's not a workout. It's not, um, it's not uh, gymnastics. It's not how flexible can you be? Like the flexibility comes naturally the front the strength and flexibility comes with the asana the physical part of yoga and that is um you know it brings you out it stretches you it allows you to make space in your body it allows you to release any emotions so you can sit in meditation and be at one with yourself and the universe so actually the the physical part of yoga is preparing your body and your mind to sit in um meditation because originally there was only one come on voice work today originally there was only one pose which was um corpse pose which is um shavasana um like dead man like where you're just laying on your back which is what we do at the end of every class which is absolutely vital for every practice that you do and um it is the final pose it's not a pose to be missed um, and that's where you have your relaxation and that's when you allow your body to absorb everything that you've done and release anything that you've opened. So it's a crucial part of your practice. Um, and originally there was only one asana, which was that pose, Javasana. And then you sit up and then you meditate. And then obviously as times have gone on, then we're more busy, we're more active. We may have more distractions, more um, stimuli. The body then reacts to that as well. So you then have your sun salutation, um, which is um, a beautiful flowing practice. Um, but it's also you're saluting to the sun in the morning and then you have your evening sun salutation, which obviously is your evening practice. But again, these things grow. And the more we, we the, um, the sages and everyone learned about the body, you know, the, and as time went on, the more the body needed. Because the more mind, mind needed more support sort of thing anyway um but being in the present moment can be anything it can be mermaiding it could be music it could be writing it could be absolutely anything you do while you're in the moment and focused is your meditation um obviously you know this is a great way to start meditating um, and that's what dance and song is for me it's meditation because there's nowhere else i can be other than in the moment of what I'm doing and I'm focused and I'm present. That is an incredible form of meditation. So when people say, oh, I can't meditate, I can't sit down for long periods of time, those are the people, which is probably all of us, that need to do that the most. But the, but the really good way of doing that is you can do a dancing meditation. You could even go to a nightclub and dance all night and that can be your meditation. The drinking part, maybe not so much, but going for a walk, smelling a flower, your meditation can be in anything. And as you become more present and become more aware of yourself and you become 
um, I guess it's a practice, isn't it? You know, becoming so present and you're aware of that feeling. You're able to sit, even if it's for two minutes or 50 seconds or 10 seconds in quiet and peace. And <laughs> just watching Patsy jump on the sofa. <laughs> she likes her cuddles. Oh, gosh, she's gorgeous. I'm going to have to upload loads of photos. Yeah, you, you're gorgeous. Oh, she's yawning. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, and that's why actually dogs are really happy. Yeah, I know, right? Dogs are really happy. Most animals are happy because they're so present in what they're doing because they have to be and it's a natural way of living for them. And it's a natural way of us to live as well. Um, and um, but yeah, so having that and that's something that happens in mermaiding as well because there's nothing else you can do other than swim. Being in the moment. holding Gently holding your breath. Going underwater, there's nothing else. There's no other distraction. And that's why being comfortable in your mermaid tail is so important. But also that can be a practice in itself. If there is a discomfort in you going underneath the water or in your mermaid, mermaid self, that's all, all you have to do is notice it and not be attached to it. But just notice it and then let it pass. Because, you know, um, meditation allows us to be able to be in a situation and be present in a situation not necessarily um be triggered or react in a way where the ego is very much um leading that reaction so there's a lot to learn um but mermaid yoga is basically everything it is yoga asana and pranayama which is breathing and meditation but I wanted to incorporate our mermaidness into it so it's going to be an ocean themed practice and dad you better be so sure I'm going to be wearing my mermaid leggings <laughs> but yes yeah, so while I'm here I'm going to do a load of filming and that is what's going to be going on my patreon and that's going to be really wonderful um it not only supports me it's actually something I want to give to you guys and it's something that I'm really feeling so passionate about and so like I'm supposed to do that. I'm supposed to share this knowledge with the, my wonderful, you guys, wonderful community, whether you're a mer or not. Like my wonderful friends and family. Or even people that are listening to this that I've never met. That is something I'm going to do. So, yeah, that is what's, that's what's happening. Um, and it's in production and I'll have space to do it. And I'm just so excited and I'm really glad that I had this opportunity in this house to be able to finally finally record things and actually for the videos to be you know quite simple and aesthetically aesthetically pleasing because there's nothing worse than being in a house that's really cluttered of stuff and that kind of doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hold space for you as a viewer or me as the um instructor to be able to um have a clear space for you to be able to feel comfortable in because that in itself is a practice, you know, and the more you feel comfortable in yourself, the more you can be in a cluttered room and it wouldn't necessarily bother you as such. Um, you know, then that's that's kind of a practice in itself. But basically, coming to the end of this podcast, I'm here in Newquay. So if anyone has listened to this and you're in Newquay, apart from those that I've already contacted, hit me up because I want to mermaid the fish out of this place. <laughs> like, honestly, this I, I'm... Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I feel so happy. Um, there are some other things that happened, but I think I'm going to talk about them in the next podcast. So be sure to come check out the next podcast where I talk about my experience performing with Mermaid Cove and a breakthrough I had with my voice. 
Oh, guys, it's been a long time coming and it's finally, finally starting to turn around for me and I'm just oh, relieved. But, um, you know, still got some work to do. I've got my exercise drawers next to me, which I should have really done before I did this podcast. But um, as I'm talking to you, I am very present of how I take in too much breath and force out sound. And it's been so like even through when I talk to you, it's like a healing practice for me. So in a self, by talking to you, I'm already in my yogic flow in a way. Like I'm aware of myself and aware of what's happening. So on that note, I'm going to have my smoothie, my water and my tea. <laughs> um, and I will see you or li- well, speak to you in the next podcast. So I hope you have an absolutely beautiful day wherever you are, whatever the weather is. Stay wild, oceans of love and see you in the next podcast. Bye bye.